This is the show-off. It's the collab you didn't know you needed. The unholy union of two powerhouses of Australian media. Pedestrian and the Batuta Advocate. Taking a savage swipe at this week in entertainment news. Anything you missed. And anything you give a shit about. I'm Laura Marcia, entertainment reporter at Pedestrian. I'm Effie Bateman, lifestyle and entertainment reporter at the Batuta Advocate. And I'm Alex J, a producer at the Batuta Advocate. Today on the show of ladies, AI, artificial intelligence, is rearing its weird old head again in entertainment and everyone's dad, Tom Hanks, is not happy about it. Entertainment's first daughters, Kim and Kourtney Kardashian, are beefing and we've got some real fun shout outs at the end of the app to round us off. Let's get into it. First up in our top stories today, there's been some really interesting artificial intelligence shit going on at the moment. A lot of people in Hollywood are not happy. Mm -hmm. Effie Bateman, what's going on? So there's a few things going on at the moment with AI. And first up, Tom Hanks has warned fans that an ad-free dental plan that appears to use his image is in fact fake and was made using artificial intelligence. So he posted this to his 9.5 million Instagram followers saying that the image was used without his permission and beware, there's a video out there promoting some dental plan with an AI version of me. I have had nothing to do with it. What does it say? Like, beware, Tom Hanks needs braces. (laughs) (laughs) Dental plan, Tom Hanks needs braces. It's just such a random thing in dental companies. Like, you know what? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. That's who we need. I never thought of his teeth being particularly, like, teethy. Yeah, I guess they're just Hollywood teethy. He doesn't – I mean, maybe he does in America and we just don't see them, but I don't see him as an endorsement of brands kind of guy. So imagine if, like, a dental plan was the first toe dip into the sponsored post shit that he's ever done before. Just some random (laughs) – Some random mum and dad dental Dental company. (laughs) So – This ties in a bit with the US writers' strike that ended last week because a lot of people have been concerned about uh, what AI could do to the industry and especially being used for actors' likeness and for their voice. Mm. And this also ties in with Robin Williams' daughter, Zelda, has just come out this week as well, speaking out about her dad's voice being recreated, (sighs) which is also very heartbreaking um, to have to listen to that. Yeah, that's like – that's – that's extra fuck. That's actually like potentially bringing up trauma. Mm-hmm. It's bringing up like yeah. it, to use the voice of someone who has passed without that family's permission. That's just some morally bankrupt shit right weird. there. It's weird. It's actually weird. Like I know that people probably mean like well because he's a beloved figure. Mm. But if you really think about it, like that's weird to just like go on TikTok and see your dad dancing around his voice saying random yeah. shit. But it's also monetizing someone yeah. who's dead. Yes. So true. Mm. And has not in any way consented to being monetized Rolling this in way. his grave. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so she's come out and she said uh, she has not been an impartial voice in SAG's fight against AI. She's witnessed for years mm. that people have been trying to train these models to create, recreate actors who cannot consent, mm. like her dad, and saying this isn't theoretical, it's very, very real. I've already heard AI used to get his voice to say whatever people want. And while I find it personally disturbing, the ramifications go far beyond my own feelings. Yeah. It's a very scary path that this is going down. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. And it's not just celebrities too. Like there's been cases in Australia where there's like image-based abuse where Mm. people are using other people's likeness. And then there was this one girl who just like Google searched her image because we all do it. Of course. And um, 
and it came up with heaps of like explicit images with her face from porn stars yeah. that they've just like photoshopped on. And so this is a real type of abuse really happening to regular people. That was a big but... one for Emma Watson, I found. Yes. That's oh. been like for yes. years, her face which superimposed on porn stars. But there's been a few TikTokers um, that have come out and said, guys, this isn't me. Like there's all this imagery and fake porn and they've got yeah. their face superimposed and they've had to say, stop sending me these videos, this isn't me. And these are always young women, of course. Of course. Oh, it's just icky. It's icky, especially with Emma Watson, because she was a child for so much mm-hmm. of, like when we think of her, we think of her as Hermione Granger, of a course. literal child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yuck. The implications, yeah. like you don't want to think about it for exactly. too long because it gets really depressing. Yeah. You know what I did think with this mm-hmm. AI stuff is, okay, so there's all like the, the porn and everything. What if they start like recreating say, Joe Biden saying to Kim Jong-un, oh, you're, you have a small dick, fuck you, fuck your country. Like, <laughs> exactly. you could potentially inside a war if you used it the right way. And, all, yeah. like, politically, this could be used. Definitely. Next up, we're talking about a few just rocking pop culture's first family, the Kardashians. <gasps> Laura Marcia, tell us all about it. What's happening in the K household? I would love nothing more. Um, my favorite topic. So there's beef. There is beef. Um, it's so everywhere. It is big it is beef. Big beef. And I know that this show can be manufactured. I know that. But I actually think this is based on a nugget of real reality. Mm. And that's why I'm excited about it. So cool. in a recent episode of The Kardashians, it is the first episode of season four of The Kardashians on Disney+. And I didn't hear much hype around it. I saw the occasional TikTok ad, but I didn't really hear as much hype for season four as I have with the others until the first episode dropped. And there's this huge fight in the first 10 minutes between Courtney and Kim over a phone call. Mm. So I'm just going to read one of the lines from that. You're just a witch and I fucking hate you. <laughs> uh, like, who, wait, who's saying that? Um, Courtney says it to Kim. Right, yeah. Just, like, can't imagine saying that to anyone. Well, no, and I don't have sisters, right? So I don't understand this. I could say this. that to my sister okay. for sure. There yeah. you go. Yeah. That's I could terrifying. say it to my sister, like, when I was younger. But these, these are, like, a grown-up the ladies. In their 40s. I, yeah. Ridiculous. Love it. But personally, I think this is the best way to kind of launch an episode. And this is awful. But I'll get into it. I'll get into it. So mm. they've had beef for a long time. Like they're sisters and they kind of don't always see eye to eye. There's like if you remember in 2015, there was that thing where Kim wanted to release her game, Kim Kardashian Hollywood, and that Courtney didn't want to be have her likeness in it. Mm. And then she eventually folded. But like it was a huge argument. There's all sorts of things that have happened with like their nannies and stuff like that. And it's been documented in Keeping Up With Kardashians over the years and now in The Kardashians, their new show. But most recently in last season, it was all about Courtney's wedding, her Dolce & Gabbana wedding. Mm-hmm. And then Kim got the opportunity to direct a Dolce & Gabbana fashion show four months later. Mm-hmm. So Courtney felt like Kim was stealing her thunder. Oh, so that was. I mean, this is a beef my sister and I have all the time. Really? Yeah, this Mm. Dolce and Cabana (laughs) constantly getting in between us. They always do that. (laughs) Anyway, so every time they have a fight, it's pretty explosive and it's like quite ruthless, like we heard. (laughs) And it's perfect for reality TV. So I love it. Stunning. Um, So. This is what last season's problem was. It was about Dolce and Gabbana and they kind of worked it out until they saw all of the edits for last season and then it brought it all back to the surface. Oof. So that's why Kim called her because she had to go to Milan again. Oh, so hard. No. For this fashion show and invited Courtney because oh. she wanted her to be involved because she knew there was bad blood. 
So she invites her and this whole thing happens. For context, she's calling her before the whole family goes to a trip to Cabo. And, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and they have this huge, huge argument. So I'm just Again, read. the parallels with me and my family. Mm, I know. I yeah. can't. I just can't. It's so relatable. Oh. It's, they're so relatable. It's really good. Um, so but I'm just going to read a bit of a quote that uh, Courtney said to Kim. You're talking about the bullshit details because it's your all your egotistical, selfish mind can think about. You cannot stand someone else being the center of attention. You came to my wedding. You couldn't be happy. You complained from the second you got there to the second you left. That's what this is about. Forget about you couldn't be happy. You couldn't be happy for me. You couldn't be happy that I was the sec- the center of attention and you weren't. That's so <gasps> running. I believe it. I 100% believe it. Do that. you? Yeah. I know I'm a, I'm a Kim apologist. No, you are. No. Okay, so you don't believe. No, I, I 100% do, believe that she is used to being the center of attention all the time. I agree with that. Mm. But I think so. She goes on to basically say that Kim is a narcissist and like says some really awful things. And then Kim asks her like, "Oh, why do why do you hate me so much? Like, what's this about?" Mm. Which I think it's clear what it's about. Um, she's Kim has had this life where she's in the center of attention all mm. the time, and there's a little bit of jealousy and various other things. And she did take that one thing. Mm. you know I get it yeah um but the big juicy bit comes in when Kim reveals to Courtney that there's this group chat called not Courtney (gasps) why would she reveal that I know and it's with Courtney's friends (gasps) and so they they're worried about her and how she's been acting I'm sorry that is a really I'm sorry these women are in their 40s grow the fuck up this is Mm -hmm. this is high school come on it gets worse oh so she says that Courtney's kids have come to her before with issues about her. And I just think that's a bit yucky. She's doing that on camera? Yeah. Mm. That's a lot yeah. mm. And then you hear Courtney respond on the phone. It's you and my friends and my kids. Everyone's against me. You're just a fucking witch and I hate you. And she's kind of now crying. Yeah, she's. As you would be. Yeah, gloves are off. And then Kim goes, okay. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. She's always about the brand. <laughs> always about the brand and so they have this like really big fight and then the next scene you kind of see them doing a talking head chat with the producers to camera and it's very awkward Mm. but this isn't the first 10 minutes of the episode it is the first episode of the new season do we think they're manufacturing drama did i read somewhere that travis barker was interested in kim yes you did that yes you did that That is the main thing i've been seeing i didn't look at the source but i think it's his book right yes it's his book okay yeah and he again like I'm guessing Courtney has always felt second to Kim and then to find out that your husband was interested in your sister first. My God. Yeah. Awful. And then I, f- I think I remember ages ago, Travis really, really pursued Courtney, like significantly mm. pursued okay. Courtney. So it's like... Well, now they have a happy marriage. Well, and- yeah, I'm sure they do, mm. but I would still... She's feeling seconded to Kim her entire life. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I know she didn't want the same things Kim did and Kim had the drive, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, like that's got to hurt. Youch, indeed. This is so. This is just all so high school. So nasty. So mean. Yeah. I mean, the episode also had some other golden nuggets. Not mm. just like drama, just silly things. So that's fine. Yeah. Like Kim and Chloe say that they've never had a beer, and that they're drinking beer for the first time. There's pictures of Kim on Oktoberfest. <gasps> it's like when when Kylie said she never had cereal before. And Did then Kylie say that? I swear to God, she said, I've never had cereal. And people are like, no, you have. What's the cereal. angle there? Are they, are they, they're really j- just jumping between relatability and immense non-relatability. Yeah, but it, they liked the beer when they tried it. <laughs> <laughs> and they also, Chloe said that she has a phobia of whales. That was a big plot point. And she doesn't like the word titties. Why doesn't <laughs> she like the word titties? I think she thinks it's vulgar. 
Sorry, I'm still stuck on the whales thing. But I think they she just, got a phobia. Yeah. <laughs> Does she come across them very often in her day to day? No, you see, they're in Cabo. Oh, and sorry. It's whale season. I should have known. Right, so okay. she sees one, and they're like on a beach property, of course, and they see one, and she gets, she starts screaming. It's so but far it's like, away. I know, but like, what they always wheel out Chloe to do the we- the, the like weird light-hearted things. Mm. Like that's fun. She's the comedic it's relief. She really is. But like, this is a good one. She's never tried beer, and she's scared of whales. Good. I love it. Good. The writers are back. Yes. <laughs> Thank God they signed Strike that contract. Strike is over. <laughs> All right, and before we wrap up today, ladies, we've got some quick extra shout-outs we want to give to people in the world of entertainment. Number one, shout-out to Queen Pam Anderson for going makeup-free at Paris Fashion Week. And looking like a babe. Looking like an absolute babe. I hate that this is a shout-out. I hate that people are congratulating her (laughs) and calling her a queen and saying that she's brave. No, she's just not wearing makeup. Why is this a thing in 2023? To Paris Fashion Week, though, pretty Yeah, and it's Pamela Anderson who is for her whole career has been like held up as this pin-up. I love the biggest era she's in. Yeah, I do too. The, mm. the flowy linens and oh, the no makeup. Oversized suiting that she yes. was wearing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, next shout-out goes to Troy Sivan oh. being horny on Maine and then regretting it. Oh. We've all been there. We've all been there so many times in my articles. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, no, Troy Sivan's a king. Troy Sivan yeah. is so funny and talented and just coming out there being like, everyone thinks I'm a bottom, but actually I'm a top. Wait, why did I tell Emrata that? <laughs> I love him. But Emrata would love that she that he She loved that. that. I love that. I feel like the more you know, the better. Yeah. The people on TikTok had mixed responses. Some people were like, we don't need to know everything, King. <laughs> I do. I feel better knowing that. Yeah. Also, it's pretty clear he's a top from the song Rush, but it's just. <laughs> and last shout out goes to the American legal system for introducing a new act called the Katy Perry Act after Katy Perry was being a snake yet again. In property dealings and management and ownership. So basically, (laughs) Katy Perry is being sued by the family of someone who she has recently bought a multi-million dollar property off. But the thing is, the man who owns this property that she's bought the property off is currently very unwell. He's bedridden. He's suffering from dementia and Alzheimer's. And he signed this contract to sell his house. And then a couple of days later, kind of felt better and a bit more in his brain and realized that he didn't want to sell it. Mm. And so he is basically now reneging. And the American legal system is putting forward some new legislation called the Katy Perry Act (laughs) purely to protect elders against elder abuse in financial situations. So basically this new act will say that anyone over the age of 75, if they're involved in any kind of property acquisition, has a 72-hour cooling down period so that Katy Perry can't steal their fucking house from them. I think the name is such a big fuck you to Katy Perry. Oh, my God, I love it. The thing is when I... When I did read about this, because I've heard of Katy Perry, you know, not being the best in the past, mm. I don't think it's as bad as it comes out. Okay. No, so this is also, um, she angered the, some nuns because she bought an old cathedral and um, they were very upset that Katy Perry was, was bought this, this cathedral. Yeah. And the, the headlines coming out was, oh, she's an awful person. She's really upset these nuns. So if they get sold in 2014 and she bought it years years later at 2019 the reason why they didn't want her to buy it is because they're homophobic and yeah. hate her i kissed a girl song who um the in nuns. This, oh the nuns yeah, in this case yeah. um the, apparently there was so many opportunities she, they 
Orlando and Katie did so many walkthroughs of the property. There were so many opportunities and um, yeah. for it to fall through and um, they did eventually buy it. And uh, this family isn't the most savoury family either. I, I my it. computer has died, so I can't <laughs> provide no, any more information. You're um, right, yeah. Funnel a lot of money into the Republican Party. Like, they're causing a lot of drama and making it out yeah. perhaps that he's – this old guy couldn't form a decision. It might not be the case. Interesting. Yeah, so we not. don't know 100%. Totally. But I will say I think the act is actually a good idea. I oh, do think the act is a very it's a really great good idea. idea. I just think it's so funny they call it the Katy Perry act. So funny. It's interesting because it actually has bipartisan support. So people from both sides in Congre- yeah. Congress or whatever, I don't understand the American legal yeah. system, as bipartisan support. So people from both sides are supporting it. Apparently there has been 37 elected officials across the country who are in favor of it so far. I don't like number is <laughs> Yeah, Katy Perry's got enemies. You can find out more at katyperryact.com. That is <laughs> Brilliant. Well, that's all we've got for you from this week in entertainment news. Thanks for listening. You can hear us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.